Hey everybody, this is Kate. And this is Mr. A. And welcome to the Popcorn and Nacho podcast. Where we talk all films you should see before you RIP. We're continuing our month-long celebration of Halloween-themed films. Where we're going to be talking about horror movies all month long, every week. So this episode, we're going to be focusing on two Halloween comedy films. Um, horror comedies, more like it. Um, but yeah, we're doing two horror comedies. It's basically just a comedy movie, but with some very horror elements to it, in it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Kate, I believe you start the pick oh, this okay. time. So, my pick is a film called What We Do in the Shadows, which is a mockumentary, uh, meaning a documentary that's like a comedy. Um, it was directed by, um, I'm probably going to say this completely wrong, uh, Taika Waititi, Waititi and... Yeah, his name is, that, that last name is very hard to pronounce. <laughs> yeah, and Jermaine Clement. Um, if you don't know who either of those guys are... Actually, uh, Marvel fans might know Waititi for his work on right. Thor Ragnarok, which, by the way, great director choice. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely amazing, so... Uh, Waititi and Clement are actually um, originally from New Zealand. They're both comedians. They actually are friends in real life and actually worked together as, uh, uh, in a comedy troupe way back when. Um, and Jermaine Clement is kind of known, probably he's, he's most popularly known for his work on The Flight of the Concords, which is a comedy group that sings songs, but they also had a short-lived series on HBO, which is super duper funny um i would recommend seeing that but um they went ahead and made this movie and so the film pretty much follows a group of vampires that are living together in a flat in new zealand so uh taika actually plays one of the vampires um named viago and he's kind of like the uh, like the he's like the like the up, uplifting one of the group. Like yeah. He's the one who always looks on the bright side of things. Yeah, he's very positive. He kind of keeps everybody together and kind of tries to like organize everything within the flat. And then there's another vampire named Vladislav. Or he goes by the name of Vlad for short. And that's played by Jermaine Clement. And he's kind of your more yeah. honorary. Yeah, honorary kind of, more like what you would typically associate with vampires and how he acts. Yeah, he's into torture, he's into pain. Very over the top about everything. Yeah, he's very over the top. And then there's the character of Deacon, who is essentially the youngest vampire who's living in the flat in the thus, beginning. Thus, he's the whiniest and the laziest. Yeah, he's lazy, he's whiny, he thinks he's like the super cool kid um and he's played by um uh, a very a very a good actor another uh, actor from new zealand uh, jonathan brug and then they live with um, this other vampire whose name is peter who's kind of like a he's he's like a nosferatu kind um, of vampire yeah yeah he's like super duper old and really all he does is he just chills in his coffin coffin which is i think downstairs in the basement yeah <laughs> um so it's really just kind of the story about <laughs> these vampires living in this flat and they turn um a new vampire and just kind of everything that kind of happens with that new vampire being turned and kind of dealing with becoming a vampire um they also interact with werewolves which vampires and werewolves are sworn enemies and that kind of happens in the in the mockumentary too um and actually one of the one of the 
people I really, really love in this film is one of the werewolves. The main werewolf, his name is Anton, and that's played by, again, I'm probably going to say this one wrong, uh, Reese Darby, who, again, was in Flight of the Concords. He plays Murray Hewitt. He also was in Yes Man. He played Jim Carrey's boss. He is absolutely hilarious um, in anything that he's in, so he's really amazing in this film. Um, so, again, it's a mockumentary, so it's just absolute silliness it's just a silly stupid (laughs) film um about these vampires and just their everyday living and just some of the things that they encounter it's just hilarious like for example knowing what to wear when you're a vampire because you don't have a reflection (laughs) and so they're gonna go out um on the town one night and they're trying to figure out what to wear and it's just hilarious because, like, one guy draws, like, a picture uh, kind of sort of of what the person is wearing. <laughs> but really, they have to trust one another regarding, like, what they're going to wear. And then when they come out, what they're wearing is just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's got awful and it looks terrible. Um, yeah, the one guy kind of looks like Prince. Like, he's dressing up like Prince. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff is over the top, but it also has a very documentary feel, which is appropriate because it is a mockumentary. Right. It really just feels like we're watching the everyday life of a vampire. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And just the challenges that they have regarding, like, when they're going to be eating someone or (laughs) going to be drinking someone's blood and things don't go quite the way that they want it to go um, in regards to, like, keeping things clean, (laughs) clean. Um, That's another funny scene when they have to decide yeah. who does what in the house. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, the chores. Yeah, the uh, chore thing. The chore wheel. Because <laughs> I bet to a lot of uh, families that have kids and they have to do chores, that's very relatable. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So it's just really silly, this idea of vampires living in the modern world and sharing a flat. So it kind of is reminiscent of like, you know, the real world or those road rules um, documentaries where they're following, you know, people, and that's what's happening in this in this film. It really is just funny and silly. There's not like a whole bunch of gore. There's a lot of blood because, of course, they are vampires. Um, but it it, it kind of feels like that Sleepy Hollow kind of blood, where it's like very right over the top, and how much it is, and it's very red, <laughs> unrealistically red. Yeah, yeah. But if you the comedy is just so good. The timing of some of the lines, it's just its just hilarious. And it's not so much like a physical comedy as it truly is more of what they're saying and how they say it. The character of Deacon specifically, he's just, he's just some of the things he says are just so, oh, so silly that it's just hilarious in the way that he delivers Um, each of the lines and uh, they ended up actually making a show and most people probably know the show that's now on FX which is actually based on the film uh, What We Do in the Shadows. I personally don't care for the um, show that's on FX. I actually don't think it's as funny as the vampires in the original film. Maybe it's just because the vampires in the original film have this very nonchalant but also over the top way of delivering their lines yeah at one moment they'll 
say the dumbest thing, but it's like just kind of very chilled, very melodramatic with no real like emotion behind it. And then another moment, they're just going to go full silly over the top with their line delivery. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think the interaction between each of the characters in the film, they're all just perfect. Like, Tyka's perfect as Viago, how he interacts with Jermaine's character how he interacts with the Deacon character, and then even the Nick character is really um, good too. And then just like in the show, they have a familiar that works for them. Uh, her name is J Jackie. And it's very similar to you know kind of what happens in the show. Um, they kind of use her to pretty much do um, all the chores and all the work <laughs> and keep promising that they're going to give her um, immortality and then never really doing it. They're, they're scamming her straight yeah. up. <laughs> and then, like I said, there's the interaction with the werewolves, which is really funny. I will say also there, yeah, there, it's because it's a mockumentary. There is no real villain, but there yeah. is a funny, funny buildup of a quote unquote villain in the movie with with Vlad and his. Uh... Oh, the beast! Yeah, yeah, that was silly. It was very silly. <laughs> Um, I think the funny thing too about this film is that they they end up becoming friends with. Uh, so the vampire who just got turned his name was nick and he has a best friend who's named Stu, and it's just funny because these vampires end up becoming like really good friends with Stu, and they do make a decision that they're not going to eat stew and they're not going to kill him they're not going to turn him into a vampire um, because they just really love him and he he's he's a funny character just because he pretty much introduces them to um all the technology, like cell phones. And he, he has no problem that they are vampires and they're running into zombies <laughs> and werewolves. He's just kind of very chill. Yeah, he's, he's very just chill. level, level dude. He's just like, yeah, that's cool. He just kind of goes with the flow and it's really funny. And then something happens to Stu at the end and it kind of makes them have to uh, kind of reconsider what it means to be a vampire and then the relationship with themselves and the werewolves. I don't want to give too much away, but it's actually really cute what happens. And I heard they're actually going to be making a sequel to this movie. Really? Yeah, and it's going to hmm. be actually more based on the werewolves. Um, or in the movie, they call them the swearwolves, which is pretty funny. <laughs> well, yeah, again, the, the Reese Darby character who plays like the alpha male of the pack he is hilarious, but again, like I said, I I adore Reese Darby. I I love Jermaine Clement. I loved Flight of the Concords. If you haven't seen that show, I know we're supposed to be pitching this one, but um, it's hilarious. Um, it, it's just such a funny show, and you can see a lot of that humor in Flight of the Concords in this movie as well. But the only difference is like it's just with vampires and yeah, with vampires instead. Yeah, yeah. So. So that was my pick for the funniest movie. Horror comedy that you yeah, should check out. Comedy. Yeah, Yep. So my pick um, is actually probably one that a lot of you already know already, but I still feel like talking about it, is um, the ever-popular Shaun of the Dead. Ah, yes. It's funny how um, Kate picks a uh, vampire movie and I pick a zombie movie. <laughs> <laughs> Two undead sort of monsters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but hey, what can we say? It's our picks. Um, so, obviously, Shaun of the Dead is a play and also inspired by George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead, which is the second movie in the um, oh, Night of the Living Dead series. So it goes Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and um, Day of the Dead. Oh, cool. 
Um, so the story is basically centers on the character of Sean, played by Simon Pegg, who is a middle-aged man who lives an honestly rather dull and boring life. Um, and when he, you know, he's not working his job, he's spending his time with his friend Ed, which is played by Nick Frost. Which, by the way, um, I know I'm supposed to be talking about the plot right now, but Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, great in this movie. Great. They work really well off each other. Just going to yeah, say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say they almost similar to Taika and Jermaine, they're just really great as a comedy group together. Um, and then, But however, when uh, his girlfriend Liz enters his life, um, she it kind of changes because she really tells him that I, I'm sick of this, so you need to grow up and act more like a man. <laughs> and so when his town gets honestly very abruptly overrun by zombies, he then has to rise to the occasion to protect his loved ones. And uh, fun fact, because this is also inspired by George Romero's Dawn of the Dead, obviously Wright and Peg were huge fans of Romero's like Dead series, so they reached out to him to see if they would give their film his blessing, basically. And um, he screened it in a theater in Florida alone, and he really, really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Yeah. That's awesome. And then he called them both later that night, and according to Wright, he said that he could not have been sweeter about it. It, like his thoughts Aww. about the movie so <laughs> it's nice to see that Romero liked this movie great because it is it is a really good movie so like I said Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are a great comedy duo um, the interaction that they have with each other you can really feel like their friendship because most most movie comedy duos you don't really get that kind of connection I don't yeah I agree like they'll focus on the comedy side but like you can't really buy that they're friends but no this this movie they handle both great um, the world that they create is very, very dull, very bland, but I think that's really the point, because Sean's whole life in this movie, before the zombie outbreak, is very standard and dull before that. So I, I like that they create that sort of atmosphere and make you kind of feel what Sean is feeling like. Yeah. You can understand why he's feeling the way that he is in the start of the movie. Um, and not only Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, but also um, uh, Liz and Sean's mother. They're also very, very great. They have, they turn in great performances in this movie. Uh, very, very comedic, sure, but they also like handle their characters like very, very well. Yeah, like I, I actually think that this film it's funny, but it's also sweet. The relationship between Sean and his mother, because he, he, I mean, he goes, he goes. The, his whole mission is to pretty much save his girlfriend, save his mom, and get them all somewhere where he considers is safe, which, you know, <laughs> it's questionable whether where he takes them is safe. But um, the relationship that he has with his mom, and then subsequently the relationship that he has with his stepfather, who's actually played by the uh, amazing Bill Nye. Um, he's been in so many films, I can't even remember half of them. He was in love, actually. Um, and he does an amazing job as the stepfather. That's even sweet, too, in this film. Um, and also, this movie, I like what I love about Shaun of the Dead is that it's, sure, it has zombies, but that's not really the focus. If you take out the zombies, that's not what this is about. This is about Shaun and how he kind of grows up and yeah. evolves beyond his standard and average life. He really starts to um, be become a man, basically. Yeah, I, I think it definitely, he's presented with a challenge and he rises to the occasion. And I think he figures out 
what truly is important to him and what really matters. And to Mr. A's point, he's able to kind of save the people that he loves for the most part. Um, we do lose a few yes. people along the way. There is one infamous death scene, which a lot of you who've watched the movie already know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to spoil it here. But um, because they do a, such a good job with the um, character interactions of this movie and you can really feel the love between all the cast and crew, it's a very, very sad moment. And that's another great thing about this horror comedy, that there are a few times where it's not a comedy. It no. does take its time to be a serious, serious movie. That there, yeah. are, there are deaths. There are very, very sad stuff to go through in this movie. Yeah, very, like, bittersweet moments. Very, very... It's very sweet. It's just... It's hard to do that again in just in a comedy. And then when you're thinking about zombie movies too, to kind of have that sentiment. But you're right, they do a really great job of, uh, just, of having just, that. Yeah, just in comparison, uh, The Walking Dead is a very popular zombie TV oh. show. And a lot of people do feel that love connection. But yeah. to be fair, that's like an episodic show. They have a ton of time to right. build their characters. It's very rare that a zombie movie will get you this in interested in the characters and feel this attached to them in such a short time because you only have two hours to establish the characters, uh, make them make you not want to see them die by zombies and want want to see them succeed in their mission. So yep. the fact that this movie does it so well is just worthy of high praise. Um, back to the Kate's point, the movie is very somber in some of its scenes, and one of my favorite parts of the movie, which not a lot of people talk about, but I think it's good, is that when the zombie outbreak initially happens, they're just kind of walking around, and Sean is just going to the grocery store and getting his soda, and he slowly walks home, and the zombies are just still walking around. But what I love about the scene, it takes him a while to figure out that everyone is actually turned into zombies, because his life is that standard and dull that yeah. everyone around him is just <laughs> acting like a zombie. <laughs> it's funny, yeah, but it also just shows how pathetic his life really is at that point. Yeah, so. yeah. And how he's just kind of not not interested in his life, I guess is kind of what I got from it, but... Um, and again, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are amazing. Yeah, together. and you and like, that's yeah, they are great, and you can really feel that they really cared about their craft in this one. Like Wright and Pegg, you can feel that they wanted to make this movie, and they wanted to put their heart and soul into it. And you can really feel it when you're watching the movie. You can feel where they put all the effort and the time to make this great. Yeah, yeah, Edgar Wright, he's the director. Edgar, Edgar Wright, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Um, who also directed um, the film Baby Driver, which I think was nominated for like a bunch of Oscars. Yeah, it got nominated. It's a really, really good film actually too. Um, but, you know, Peg and Frost, they actually worked together prior um, on a sitcom called Spaced, um, which is hilarious too, and you should see it. And, th and, and that's really where I think they were able to kind of craft their work together and you can see that in Shaun of the Dead and how they interact and how they get along um, I, I think very similar to what I was talking about and what we do in the shadows that friendship you can kind of sense it and feel it um, in terms of the gore it, it's there but again it's not really the main focus it's not this is not a true horror movie none of these horror movies we're talking about today are not really horror well, you're not watching it to be scared. No, you're scared, watching it and you're to not be watching it for the gore aspect. You're watching it for to the laugh. Yeah, for the yeah. laughs. Yeah, because it's funny. It just it just comedy. so happens to have those horror elements right. in there. Right. But I mean, I definitely think that Shaun of the Dead has a whole bunch more gore. Um, you know, because they're they're bashing in the brains of 
all the zombies. Although the ways that they do fight off the zombies is kind of funny. Really funny. There's a particular scene with the CDs, <laughs> which the is records. yeah, which is really good. Where they have to decide which records which they want to trash and throw in the zombies' heads, and yeah, which one they're like, nope, don't throw it, don't throw it. I can definitely see people who are um, vinyl collectors having to make those decisions yeah. about what. <laughs> like that's the biggest decision you want to make when <laughs> zombies are going to eat you. <laughs> don't throw that one. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of really funny parts in the film um, overall. And even the ending of the film is... It's very unexpected for a zombie yeah. movie. If you know how typical zombie fa- films work, you know that it, it has a very triumphant ending towards them and with all the survivors and whatnot. Um, this movie, not going to say how, but it takes a very different approach in how it ends it in a happy note. But... It is a very, very cute and yeah. humorous ending. And um, it may be off, but when you, when you watch it, at least the, what I felt, it just was like, yeah, that, that's, how, that's how a film like this, I feel, should have ended. Like, that's how it should have ended off, I feel like. With the yeah. tone that they set, with the humor that they did, and all the drama that they were building up, I feel like, yeah, that, that was a pretty good place to end off. Yeah, I thought that was a, a perfect ending to, to the film. I agree. It's like the perfect combination of um, emo- emotion and drama with the that humor that they incorporate in the film. Yeah, absolutely. The same with what we do in the shadows, the humor. There are bits of slapstick, but it is mostly in what they say and how they're doing. Because right. all the actors have a very bland, dry delivery for their with their lines. Not super dry, but like there are a few lines where they're very just dry but what they say is just so what they say is just so hilarious yes. and silly and stupid it, and again I think it kind of goes back to what you're talking about with the Shaun of the Dead each of them is just so good together and they play off one another so well so like I said Viago kind of being that ringleader but he's also kind of the, the I guess he's the diplomat of the of the group trying to kind of keep the peace get things organized. Deacon's like your bad boy. Uh, little brat. Vlad is just your grumpy old man. <laughs> and yeah. So I think like Shaun of the Dead is just a really good cast of characters in both of these films that really kind of carries it. And then to your point, it's 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 really kind of a, a neat little take on both of these you know areas of a zombie film and a vampire film yeah. um, with a little bit of werewolves mixed in. Yeah, to be sure. So, Shaun of the Dead, It's I think it's a film that a lot of people already know about, but yeah. I do honestly feel like you should watch this movie because it's just that good. And again, it is based on George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead, which is a very influential series in what we consider the modern-day zombie movies today. So... I highly recommend Shaun of the Dead because it is a very funny movie, great cast, great story, and yeah. It's yeah, and if you really like that one, then you know you can. It'll open you up to some of the other movies that Peg and Frost did together. Hot Fuzz was another one that was really, really cute, really good. A movie of the uh, Cornetto trilogy. <laughs> uh, the cor- they call it the Cornetto trilogy because um, they all kind of center around a s- similar theme in which. They have to grow up and, like, confront their problems. But it's also because they all star Cornetto ice cream. And I don't know if you... Yeah, they all have a Cornetto ice cream in their scenes. So I don't know if you've noticed, but 
they have there's a, there's a part in Shaun of the Dead where they eat a red flavored ice cream cornetto, which is red for blood for zombies. And then Hot Fuzz, there's a blue Cornetto for blue for police. And then at World's End, there's green for aliens. So I thought oh. that was really, really weird. And all the backstory why it's the Cornetto trilogy is because um, one of um, the director, uh, right, his favorite, um, when he was very sick and um, I guess very tired when he woke up, he would eat Cornetto ice cream. <laughs> I know, weird choice. And it made him feel a lot better. Oh, wow. <laughs> All the time, and he still does eat Cornetto when he's not feeling real to this day. So that's why he named it the Cornetto trilogy. So oh, well, I'll be darned. <laughs> I know, very off topic. I'm sorry, but no, I, that's fine. <laughs> I had no idea. That's really interesting, actually. Yeah, you learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So you can check out what we do in the shadows. Um, it's available only for rent on YouTube, Google, Vudu, and Amazon. And then Shaun of the Dead is actually available on Hulu, YouTube, and Amazon if you have a subscription to those. And then you can also rent it on Google and Voodoo. Thank you for listening to the Popcorn and Nacho podcast. And we'll be talking about more spooky movies that you should see before you RIP this month. <laughs>